You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. You know, one of the trends that I'm seeing right now among Presence-centered prayer, worship, revival communities is a focus on discipleship and family. And I've heard an accusation over the last 15 years or so that a lot of prayer ministries, houses of prayer and missions ministries are really good at doing ministry, but they're not really good at caring for people and they're not really good at doing community and family. So I just want to talk about that today. What is it like for worship and prayer people, missions people to also live in community and family and have a culture of discipleship? How does all that interact with the local church? And so we're going to dive into some of these topics today on the podcast. Before I go any further, if you're new, welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in today. The Presence Pioneers podcast exists to equip you to host the presence of God through day and night worship and prayer. We believe that God's presence changes everything. And so every Thursday we release a new episode And so I want to encourage you to just hit subscribe or follow however you're tuning in today so that you can track with us. We either release a short teaching like what I'm going to do today or an extended interview with uh, leaders of prayer ministries, Bible teachers, and other leaders in the body of Christ to equip you and help you and resource you. So please follow along with us. You can also visit our website, presencepioneers.org. And up there, we have our entire podcast episode archive. We have more information about our ministry. You can make a donation up there to support us if you'd like. Uh, This podcast is supported and funded by our amazing Presence Pioneers partners. So we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. All right, let's dive in today. Look, It's not going to necessarily be a Bible teaching today. Uh, I just kind of want to just share from my heart and just kind of riff a little bit about a trend I'm seeing and a topic and a theme that keeps coming up in conversations I'm having in my own life, in my own prayer time, in prophetic words that I'm hearing. It seems like the Holy Spirit is emphasizing something in a unique way. And so I just want to talk about it and just kind of shine light on that. The theme, again, that I feel the Lord is highlighting is this idea of discipleship and healthy community in the context of worshiping, praying, missional communities. And like I said at the beginning, there has been an accusation against, you know, houses of prayer and certain missions groups and prayer and missions ministries that they're not very good at relating to people and cultivating communities where people can be healthy and whole and disciples can be made. And there's a couple of different reasons for that, that maybe we can talk about here today. But I wanted to just kind of point something out. I believe that You know, when I talk about the prayer movement, I'm primarily talking about what has been birthed in the 21st century. So we've seen just an unprecedented acceleration of prayer all over the globe over the last 20 years or so. And a lot of people look at the year 1999 as when the global prayer movement sort of erupted on on a global scale. That's the year that IHOP in Kansas City launched and then went to 24-7 prayer, and they've been going ever since. It's the year that the 24-7 prayer movement was launched in the UK with the leadership of Pete Gregg. It was the year that Lou Engle received the vision for the call and began to plan 
national stadium gatherings and that kind of thing. So there was a lot that launched in the year 1999. Every Home for Christ began to build their 24-7 prayer center in Colorado. And so really, we're looking at 22 years ago. I'm sitting here in the summer of 2021 right now. Uh, that what we call the global prayer movement has been around, this sort of fresh expression in the 21st century of prayer. Of course, the focus of the prayer movement has been prayer, which is a vertical ministry. And when we think about Christianity, we think about our walk with the Lord, we think about our ministries, they really function in three ways, up, in, and out. So prayer is this up. It's this relationship with God. It's this interaction with the Lord. We have what I call in, which is our relationships with one another as the body of Christ, how we relate to other believers in the context of church, and then out, which is mission, evangelism, justice-oriented ministry to the lost and to the world. So we have this up, in, and out, and healthy Christianity and healthy churches and ministries have all three of these up, in, and out ministries and expressions happening all the time. Now, the prayer movement comes in with a heavy emphasis on this vertical up ministry, this ministry to the Lord, worship, prayer, fasting, intercession. And this is right and beautiful and amazing. And hundreds, thousands of houses of prayer began to be launched. People began to pray like never before. Again, 1999 is kind of the time frame for this. Fast forward 10 years, in 2009, the prayer movement began to shift into an added emphasis of missions. So for those of you who've been tracking with IHOP in Kansas City specifically, which uh, many people see as sort of a hub for the day and night prayer movement because of their amazing leadership and Mike Bickle being there. In 2009, Mike Bickle and IHOP come out and they say the prayer movement and the missions movement are flowing together like never before. And there's a fresh partnership with YWAM Youth with the Mission and Lauren Cunningham. And so you had the first 10 years, 1999 to 2009, where there was this focus on up, primarily prayer. Let's pray. Let's fast. Let's cry out for revival. And then 2009, there's an added element, this outward element of missions. Now we're going to have up and out, prayer and missions together. And so many communities begin to embrace this call to partner our prayers and our worship with missions and evangelism and justice and those kinds of things. Now, I believe there's these 10-year trends. I believe we hit 99, 2009, fast forward to 2019. What's the Lord emphasizing in that season? Well, again, if you're tracking with IHOP in Kansas City, you know that the very last One Thing conference happened at the end of 2018 going into 2019. And this conference was the annual massive young adult conference where people from all over the world to be equipped and trained and prepared for serving in prayer and just, just following Jesus and the return of Christ and those kinds of things. But the One Thing Conference ended at that time, and I believe that marked this third phase. I believe the first phase was up with prayer. The second phase was out with this added emphasis of missions. And I believe this third phase is in with the added element of community and discipleship and family. So here from the article back in 2018, when Mike Bickle decided to cancel the One Thing Conference, here's some of what he said. He said, the Lord's been emphasizing to us in this season that there is a place at the family table for all of us. When he's explaining why they canceled the conference, he says the reason's simple. 
We need time to forge a deeper connection with the Lord, with a renewed zeal and love for Jesus and one another in the robust, raw, real context of family. We want to grow in a deeper vibrancy in our spirit to receive and share deep insights on the beauty of Jesus and to sing new songs with renewed love. Our vertical love must flourish like never before, but equal to it is the need for a deep love for one another. And that all comes down to time to focus on relationships. So you can hear the heart in that, that maybe IHOP, maybe other ministries that have been inspired by them or similar have been so focused on the up and the out that there's been some weakness in the area of in. So while I do believe many times the accusation that, you know, prayer ministries aren't good at community or discipleship, I believe is rooted in ungodly accusation. I'll say it like that. There's probably some truth in it. And there probably has been some emphasis on up and out with a lack of balance on the end and the need to connect with one another as family, as healthy community. And I believe the Holy Spirit over the last couple of years is emphasizing that and is going to continue to emphasize that. And I wanted to shine light on that. Again, I'm hearing conversations, having conversations, hearing prophetic words where God is emphasizing these kinds of things. A couple of things I'm noticing that are highlighting this to me, aside from what I just mentioned, which is sort of the trend that IHOP Kansas City has had with these 10-year markers of prayer, missions, and now family. But I'm also seeing a blurred line between what we would call a house of prayer, a prayer ministry, and a local church. So when the prayer movement started, most of what we would call houses of prayer, those who are pursuing day and night prayer, those that had full-time prayer missionaries, that kind of thing, they were parachurch ministries. They were not local churches. They were in the same category as a missions ministry or an evangelism ministry or something like that. There was a specialized ministry focused on prayer. And that was amazing and beautiful, but God's desire was never that prayer would be totally delegated to parachurch ministries. His desire was that his church would be a house of prayer. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content, such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media 
www.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. And so what we're seeing is local churches emerge that have a DNA values for centering on the presence of God, worship, prayer, ministry to the Lord, and missions and community altogether. And so this this emergence of local churches that are prayerful, worshipful, presence-centered is a trend that I believe is highlighting God's desire for community and family around His presence in the context of prayer. So the Upper Room in Dallas is a great example of this, which is you know, because of their music has gotten a lot of attention, uh, but they are a local church, but they're doing hours and hours of worship and prayer every single day, have a high value for ministry to the Lord and the Tabernacle of David and things like that. The International House of Prayer in Atlanta, which was founded by Billy Humphrey, who's been on the podcast before, they merged with a local church in Atlanta, and now they've just changed their name so that they have the same name. It's called Gate City, I believe is what it's called in Atlanta. And so that's another example of these realities is up in and out coming together, but realizing that we need each other, that we need discipleship, we need community, we need healthy relationships, we need to be in family, that we don't just need to be zoned out with the Lord and then hyper uh, driven to do the mission and the ministry God's given us, but that his desire is that we would flesh these things out that uh, in the context of family and relationships with one another, where we love each other, there's a culture of honor and healthy relationships in the body of Christ. So you're seeing, you know, local churches, which are typically known for community, you know, this, the in part of our up in and out, most local churches aren't as heavy on the up or the out, some more than others, but most of them are very strong in the inward uh, dimension of the Christian life where we are connected to each other, serving one another, using our gifts, that kind of thing. But that merging with houses of prayer that carry this passion for worship, prayer, and missions, those realities coming together uh, is a trend that I'm seeing that highlights what God is doing right now. There's also this book, a number of people are getting into right now by Samuel Whitfield called Discipleship Begins with Beholding. And so Samuel is a prayer movement guy, but he's an amazing author and, and theologian. But the whole premise for this book that a lot of prayer movement people are enjoying right now is about discipleship, but it's discipleship centered on the presence of God. It's about how knowing him being with him is the foundation of true, healthy, biblical discipleship. And so I just point that out. It came out, I believe, earlier this year. Just point that out to just say that this idea of discipleship, this idea of raising up others, being in healthy community where we're seeing others come along and follow Jesus with us, sort of the typical church stuff that merged with this DNA and these values of prayer, worship, missions is emerging on a, on a lot of different levels. Uh, my friends down in Greenville, South Carolina, Mike Thornton, Mike and Amber Thornton are leading a, an ascent school there where they are bringing together these, these ideas of day and night prayer and worship along with this heavy culture of discipleship. And so I'm seeing this happen in so many different levels and so many different places. And I'm excited about it because I think it's going to bring strength to the body of Christ. And it's going to bring health to the body of Christ and to the prayer movement, prayer missions movement. 
And I think those lines are going to continue to be blurred as God matures the church and the body of Christ to be all that God's called us to be. You know, Jesus said, you know, he quoted Isaiah 56, 7 and said, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Well, what is a house of prayer? It's a family. It's a household. His vision for his people is to be a household, to be a family that's interacting with him. And it's for all the nations, which is out. So it's up in and out. It's a house, which is in. It's of prayer, which is up. And it's for all the nations, which is out. This is Jesus's desire that we would be a house of prayer for all the nations, but we've got to be a house. And I believe that focus on being a house, on being a family, on being community is something the Holy Spirit's emphasizing right now, not to the detriment of prayer and missions, but to add to it so that we can be all that God has has called us to be. And, and I just want to clarify, I'm not saying that IHOP did anything wrong or that any other ministries did anything wrong. Over the last 20 years, I believe, you know, for the most part, everyone's been trying to follow the Lord and follow the Holy Spirit. I believe God pulled out some people to launch this prayer movement to provoke the church uh, to realize, wow, the broader body of Christ, we all need to be praying. You know, there's these people really going at it with day and night, 24-7 even, prayer, worship, fasting. They're intense. But it's re- it's exposing all of our prayerlessness. And so I, I believe that's part of why God pulled the prayer movement out, so to speak, from the church in sort of a parachurch context, a missions context. But now I think those things are coming back together where the body of Christ is now embracing these values of prayer and worship and, and intercession, those kinds of things, because Jesus's house is the church. That's it. His house is the house of prayer. He's not building the house of prayer and the church. He's building his church, which is called to be a house of prayer for all the nations. And so we're not supposed to have the prayer people and the missions people and the church people. That's God's people. It's Jesus's people. That's who we are. But I do believe God's inviting us to flesh out what does it mean to still go at it hardcore after the Lord in in worship and prayer and, and pursuing intimacy with Jesus in being engaged in the mission he's called us to, to think about the nations, but also to live live in the context of healthy community while we're making disciples. How do we do all that stuff together? And that's where we're all learning and growing right now. But I'm encouraged that we're that this is coming up and that God's leading us in this so that we can do this better together. I know one of the things that Upper Room in Dallas does that I think has helped them in the, in the context of discipleship is just really... Uh, extended briefings and debriefings with their teams. I mean, they're doing these worship and prayer sets together, but then they're really going deep with their teams in what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Why did we sing this? Why did we pray this? What happened when you did this? Uh, when you did this, I felt like God really moved. Why was that? And and they're they're growing together. There's this culture of discipleship and growth and community centered around the activity of ministry to the Lord. And I love that. And I think that's one of the things, uh, simple things that leaders of ministries that are houses of prayer or people that are doing burns or whatever, let there be briefing and debriefing moments, maybe ramp up the, the briefing and debriefing moments, just, just a practical takeaway, because those are contexts in which training and discipleship and growth and community really can happen where you're, where you're not just kind of like, lost in the moment of some intense worship and prayer time. And then you're kind of going with your life, but let's just, let's just have the awkward, like, so what happened? Why did that happen? Let's just talk about it. 
Let's just see what's going on. You know, that's sort of what discipleship is. It's like doing the stuff. It's doing the prayer and the mission. But then it's like, hey, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And explaining it and talking about it with other others. And then that's that's what it's like to have discipleship and to follow Jesus together. So, all right. I think that's good for me today. I, I hope that made sense maybe resonated with you. Let me know if it does, if you're seeing some of these same things, or if you have any ideas, how do we do this discipleship family community around God's presence with worship, prayer, and missions still in our DNA? Would love to know your ideas or get a sense of what God's speaking to you or doing in your community. So please let me know, leave a comment somewhere, shoot me an email, and let's stay engaged that way. So thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast today. Uh, please share this if you felt like it was helpful or interesting. Uh, if you know people that might like it, please share it with your community. That would be great. Social media, that kind of thing is awesome. If you're on YouTube, give us a little thumbs up. Leave us a comment. That would be amazing. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a rating or a review, that would really help us get this podcast out to more people and build credibility. We really appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Don't forget, God's presence changes everything. Mm-hmm.